Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and today I'm going to be mixing it up by trying something a little bit different. I've been getting some really great feedback from people about how much they are enjoying these general approach episodes, which is super awesome. And for those of you who have emailed me and have reached out, I really appreciate it because every one of those emails have literally just made my day, especially for a new podcast. They have pushed me to keep trying to create the highest quality of content possible. But as I've been recording, I've also been thinking. It's probably important to occasionally mix things up to keep things from becoming too repetitive from week to week to week. Because the last thing I want is to start so strong and then for you guys to stop downloading because you're getting bored. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start posting occasional podcasts that go a little more in-depth, specifically on the critical can't-miss diagnoses of emergency medicine. There's still going to be 10 minutes or less. Don't worry about that. It's just that the content is going to be more focused. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. Shoot me an email. Let me know how you end up liking it. But here we go. Let's try this. Today, we are going to talk about the critical diagnosis, preeclampsia. And I'm super excited about this topic right now because I'm actually writing it with my attending during my OB rotation. I'm literally drilling him with questions as I sort of make an outline for this. And in this episode, there is one thing that we want you to understand. In pregnant patients, one of the biggest blunders that you can make is to glance over her blood pressure. We see elevated blood pressures in the emergency department all the time. And probably it's by far the vital sign we care the least about. Because nobody takes care of themselves, and everybody in the department is just in this continual state of stress and impatience and pain, and half the time they're angry. And in the majority of these situations, elevated blood pressure is no big deal. But in pregnant women, 135 over 85 should automatically, every time, make your eyebrows raise up. Let's talk about preeclampsia. Now first, let me just go through some background. Classically, preeclampsia is a triad. New onset hypertension, 135 over 85 or greater, protein in the urine, and swelling in a woman who is over 20 weeks pregnant. But that's actually changing now. These days, all it takes is the high blood pressure and the urine protein to be diagnosed. Because swelling is common in many pregnant patients, and frequently in preeclampsia, it's actually a late finding. So it's no longer required as part of this triad. As far as pathophysiology, there's lots of theories, but it hasn't specifically been completely worked out yet. All we know is that preeclampsia causes some hugely, majorly bad problems. Multi-organ damage, end-organ damage, damages the brain, the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the baby. Before we started treating this, pregnant women used to die all the time from preeclampsia. But now that we're identifying it, the mortality has dropped from this disease. That's your background. Now, as always, let's talk about a quick general approach. Your patient is greater than 20 weeks pregnant or recently postpartum. And the triage note records blood pressure as more than 135 over 85. What do you do next? Step one, specifically, you are going to ask about four symptoms. These are the pertinent findings for hypertension in pregnancy. 
Remember, one of them we already talked about, swelling, because it used to be part of that triad. You need to ask about headache, vision changes, and abdominal pain. Those are the big four. Now, keep in mind, pregnant women get the same problems as everybody else. Appendicitis, meningitis, retinal detachments, all of that. Their hypertension may very well be secondary to pain from their appendicitis. So always do the studies that you would normally do. But you now add preeclampsia to the differential diagnosis. Step two, you get labs. You're going to get a urine sample, a CBC, an electrolyte panel, and a liver panel. These lab abnormalities will most importantly, A, tell you if there's protein in the urine, which completely clinches your diagnosis, but it will also help you gauge the severity of the patient's illness. If you've already completed your core OB rotation, you know that severe preeclampsia can progress to HELP syndrome or full-blown eclampsia, which is basically preeclampsia plus seizures. So you need to get your screening labs to assess the damage. Urine sample, CBC, electrolytes, and liver function. Step three, now you're done with your testing and the patient has preeclampsia. The first treatment that you're going to start the patient on is magnesium. Don't worry about the dose now because you can look that up, but you do need to start magnesium to prevent seizures, to prevent eclampsia. Now here's a quick pearl. The step two question about preeclampsia is almost always related to reflexes, checking the reflexes, because too much magnesium and everything starts to slow down, including the reflexes. The test question is hyporeflexia with hypermagnesemia when treating a patient for preeclampsia. Step four, your second treatment. You tightly control the patient's blood pressure. In OB, they always choose one of two drugs, either hydralazine or labetalol. Those are the classics. So choose one and titrate that to normalize the blood pressure. And then the final step, you call OB and admit the patient. Every single one of these patients need to be placed on fetal heart monitoring and admitted to the hospital every time, every single time, because preeclampsia damages baby. It's pretty easy, right? You need to ask your questions, get your labs, especially the UA for protein, but also a CBC, electrolytes, and liver functions. You need to start magnesium, and remember, reflexes, reflexes, reflexes. Start your antihypertensive, either hydralazine or labetalol, and admit. That's the approach. Your critical diagnosis for today is preeclampsia. Remember, in every pregnant patient greater than 20 weeks, and every postpartum patient, look right at that blood pressure. It is the most important vital sign in these patients, and it is not okay for it to be elevated. That's the end of this episode. I hope you found this style helpful today. I'm trying to keep a nice variety in the episodes to keep everything from becoming too dry and repetitive. So if you liked it, please pass it along to another med student. Also, you can go to emclerkship.com and underneath each episode, there is a section where you can comment. You just have to type in your email and I will respond to those as well. So with that said, until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.